Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brownie Points. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where a guy with a film degree, guy knows how to work a DVD player, talk to you about movies. This week for our news episode, we are recapping the best and the worst of 2021 so far. All that on this episode of Brownie Points. Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy fun day. There it is. Struggling. It looked like yeah. it spit a little bit. <laughs> this is where it spits. Uh, all good. Make a mess. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, listeners, it's Sunday, and as usual, uh, except last week, uh, <laughs> we would usually talk about the news because longtime listeners know that we never jump into the reviews. We like to take a look at what's going on in the world of entertainment as well as our own worlds. Um, but this week is we're doing a little bit differently. Uh, we are recapping what we think of the year so far. Uh, Nick and I have made lists of our favorite and least favorite time machines and brand new releases. Um, that is going to take a majority of our episode today, but first, uh, we do have one, just one story that we have to address. Um, Robert Downey Sr., uh, he unfortunately passed away. Um, he passed away actually while we were taping our reviews for next week. Uh, he was 85 and, um, he, I mean, obviously he's more known for being Robert Downey Jr.'s father, but, um. In the 60s and 70s, he was a very avant-garde, uh, underground uh, filmmaker. He was, I, he was, he was famous in his own inner circle. I can, that's the best I can put it. I, I haven't personally seen any of his movies, but, um, you know, our my our hearts ache for the Downey Jr. or the Downey family. Jesus, it's hard to say their names right when they have the suffix. But, um, I mean, Nick, if you have anything to to, to add to that. <laughs> rest rest in peace but that's all i got yeah right on um i i i want to see uh ponty sweet uh eventually but i just haven't gotten around to it but um but yeah rest in peace sir uh very very sorry for your lost robert and your whole family but onward and upward to the news uh which is actually like i said our recap of what we've thought of the year so far uh is there a specific list that you want to start with nick or um but how do we usually do it? We start with the worst first. I can't remember how we start if it's worst or best, but I think we normally start with new releases. Okay, I I think we would do the worst before, like do the worst out of the way and then do the best. Um, okay. I don't know, I'll, I'll vote for the worst first. So <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and start, like you said, with the new releases. What are the worst films we've seen so far of 2021? <laughs> oh God, they actually. That's not that's not a bad segue into my number five, which is actually The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. I thought it was gonna be what my number five is because of the burp. Oh, <laughs> I was I was conflating it with uh or I was just you sounded like a demon. That's the terrible joke I was trying to make. But yeah, Conjuring three. It made me angry. I don't like that this one was the most obvious like glorifying of these people who I don't think very highly of in the real world. And it made me mad that I couldn't just check my brain at the door and ha just have a fun haunted house movie. Instead, I got a terrible episode of Ghost Hunters, and I just, you know, I don't ever want to see this movie again. So that's my number five. The Conjuring, the devil made me do it. You're going to hate me. 
Most of our listeners are going to hate me, but I want to put this out there. This was actually a stretch to get worst movies because we haven't had a, a ton of just downright awful movies. Um, so a lot of my personal preference went into this. So I'm not saying that this movie is poorly made. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> this is probably an amazing movie, but I can't stand it. Just rip the Band-Aid an- off. <laughs> another round. <laughs> I knew I'm, I'm surprised it's not higher on your list. Honestly, I'm, I'm surprised honestly, it's, not it's, higher. it's so well made. That's why it's number five. Cause it's like, it, cause I think I had exactly five cookies and I was like, you know what? This one is so much my preference, not being into the movie. I'm going to make it number five because I can't, I can't say this is a bad movie. I just can't stand watching this movie and I hate it. I, in your own weird logic, I do understand what you were saying, and we and we talked a whole hour plus on it. So I under yeah. I understand what you're where you're coming from. Many 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 people, including me, disagree, but I we don't have to rehash it. We know, I know exactly where you're coming from. Uh, you'll probably agree with me with my number four though. Uh, it is the Amy Adams Netflix film Woman in the Window. I uh. <laughs> I, I found this incredibly boring. Um, it was just it kind of just came and went. I wasn't exactly, like, angry <laughs> when it was over. The old pump and dump. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't, like, angry when it was over. I could admire the cinematography in the movie, and, like, I don't know, some of the performances were actually pretty good in it. Like, uh, Riot, Wussel, Riot Wa- Russell, can't <laughs> Wyatt say it. Wussell. Wyatt Russell was so good in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Wyatt Russell was actually pretty good in the movie, and Gary Oldman just yelling at people is always fun to watch, but I just, overall, this movie's a, a hard pass. It just... It didn't live up to the hype of what I heard the novel was, so uh, that's my number four, The Woman in the Window. My number four, I want to know if you even remember this movie, Possessor. Yes, it's not going to appear on here on either of my lists, but yes, I remember Possessor. I liked it. (laughs) What is it about? Possessor is about the woman who takes over the body that she's going to use to assassinate somebody. Okay, that's why it's my number four. I actually didn't remember anything about this movie. Literally just now, like this isn't a yeah. Bit. Just now, that was my reminder. I was like, "What is Possessor?" Like, <laughs> I remember you weren't very responsive to it when we saw it. Yeah, I remember you saying that you were bored to tears during it. Yeah, like it's such literally a forgettable movie. Hmm. I. I humbly disagree, but I, I know I remember your feelings towards that. So, um, all right. So my number three, then, uh, it is one that we watched on HBO. Uh, I can't remember if it was the first one or not, but uh, it's the Little Thing, starring Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, and Rami Malek. This was another thriller that I found very, very boring. Uh, and I agreed with you that Rami Malek was very distractingly cast in this, and. Uh, wildly miscast wildly miscast it doesn't even make sense why he's in this role yeah like it almost it almost had an interesting ending but ultimately all said and done another just completely forgettable movie that looks okay and outside of Rami the performances are passable like Jared was kind of interesting but ultimately just another another whiff that's my number three, The Little Things. Uh, what's yours? My number three is also a third in a series of stuff. The Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. This movie was 
really funny. And what's bad is it's a horror movie. <laughs> I will forever think of fat zombie ramming its head on the table when I think of this movie. Oh, dude. That was... Yeah, that the... <laughs> Especially since we just had the fat, creepy ghost and what was that? Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, I will give the I will give that movie credit though for one specific scene when they are out in the forest, like trying to map out where the girls got murdered. I will give it that. But outside of that movie, I agree with you. It deserves to be on both of our worst lists. Um. So onward to my number two. My second least favorite film of the year was the Tom Holland Apple TV movie Cherry. I it's 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 a weird Oreo of a movie because I thought the first third of the movie was a really bad catcher in the rye. And then I liked the middle part of the movie quite a bit, and I kinda wish we had a whole movie about that. And then it went back to just being really, really bad and really bloated and way too long and just tonally all over the place and i just i don't know this movie was had had a lot of talent around it but i just i don't know nothing coalesced into something that was really i don't know worth watching or worth talking about at least to me i can guarantee you we have the same number one because i know what movie you haven't said yet yeah i i think so <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna guess cherry's not your number two because you like cherry more no. than i did Nah, it's uh the woman in the window uh woman in the window is a incredibly like or an incredible letdown of a movie i i thought this had the chance to be great and instead they just nonsensically kind of parade around this woman's life and then they're just like eh, we're done bye like well yeah i mean at the, least and then the, the climax of the movie feels like an entirely different movie the movie tried to tell us it was going to be terrible though if you like read into how awful its production history was though so <laughs> i mean you want to reveal our number one so we can discuss this at length again? Uh, I don't know what much else we can do to bury this dead horse or beat this dead horse even more into a pulp. But uh, I think oh, we could just our... do jokes like they did in this movie where they just don't move off of them ever. <laughs> I think we both share Thunder Force as the worst Thunder. movie we've seen. Thunder. Thunder Force. Yeah, this movie sucks. This is the worst of the year. I, and I, I honestly don't think anything's going to top it by the end of the year. And it's not like... I look at the future and I'm like, okay, this movie's going to be bad, but do I think it could be bad, as bad as Thunder Force or worse? I look at it as I don't think anything can be that bad. Like, you have to try to be this bad. Ooh, I, I've seen one movie, not for the show, that came pretty damn close. It didn't, though. It's not worse than Thunder Force, but it's literally like in the uh, uh, the, the, the horse race, like by a nose. Like, <laughs> yeah. But no, I agree, dude. This movie just sucks. It is just not funny at all. I Yes, there kind of is chemistry between Octava and Melissa, but maybe it's our own personal tastes and humor, but they just are not funny together when directed by her husband. I you know what I you know what it is? I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. All the other things the kids say. Uh it's her husband. That like look, she gets a bad rap. It's her husband's fault. It is her husband's fault. Everything she does for him is just pure, unfiltered, Colombian. It is so bad. You, you, and it, I agree with you. And I agree because we've seen what Melissa can do away from him. She can be funny or, or she can be dramatic. 
she has great movies on her resume. They're kind of diamonds in the Just rough. Stop working for the. I made the joke multiple times about divorce, divorcing the guy. That's a little extreme. Just stop working for this guy. I don't understand. Like, is he writing the coattails of her talent? Like, I don't understand how the hell this uh, this hack keeps getting jobs. Dude, we didn't even see the HBO Max movie they made together. Uh, I think it came out in Thanksgiving last year. I think I. I'll look up the title later. I'm not saying we're adding it to the calendar, but, like, we didn't even see that movie. Like, we saw the Netflix movie instead. Like, (laughs) there's still more of their work together that we have yet to uncover. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, look, I get why she works with him, because marriage. But, like, why do studios keep doing stuff for this guy? It's probably her. She's Because this happens in productions. A name can make or break your movie's budget. Like, with her, she probably gets whatever money she wants. Like... And then maybe nepotism, like, oh, my husband's a great director. And then, like, oh, well, crap, we don't want to lose out on Melissa McCarthy money, sure. Because, believe it or not, they make money. Like, they do. He's a great director. What's he directed? Oh, you know, he did Tammy and Identity Thief (laughs) and Thunder Force. And you just hear someone jump out a window (laughs) into a plane propeller. What's worse, Adam Sandler's worst movies or Ben Sinclair's worst movies? Or not Ben Sinclair, not him. No, 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 not Ben Sinclair. Uh, whatever I, this guy's I've name only is. seen one of the Grown Ups movies, but I haven't seen uh, uh I haven't seen uh, Pixels. I haven't seen Grown Ups Two. I haven't seen Jack and Jill. So <laughs> I can't answer that. But I gotta say, if if Adam Sandler's worst movies are worse than this, he had to be in a f-ing coma. I dude. And I just want to make it perfectly clear. I did not mean to say Ben Sinclair. I loved High Maintenance. I'm not trying to say I hate him. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, then. Well, I don't have anything else to add to that. So I say, how about we just truck right along, transition into the best new films that we've seen this year. Um, Nick, I this is I, I'm just throwing this out there. I found a way to make five like not like stretching the premise like i found five movies that i confidently say are the best 2021 film so i don't have nomadland on here i don't have judas and the black messiah on here i don't have another round on here but those are all honorable mentions for me i guess i avoided putting 2020 movies on here you just took two of my movies off i put tw- <laughs> i put movies we saw in 2021 well i yeah, I I know we. Disagree. I'm not like I'm not like Dan. I don't care. I I care about best new releases. N- best new releases I saw in the year 2021. I always that's how I judge them. Right. If you saw it this year, it counts. I I take the production. I take the year like award calendar into consideration. But I still am very confident. I didn't have to like technically one, put something in here. One thing I want to note is this year actually like for best movies has kind of sucked. I've only given, let me see. All five of mine are sprinkles. <laughs> I've only You're... given three sprinkles. Everything else is just kind of middle of the road. And that you'll see this reflected in our discussion with our uh, Time Machine movies. Dan and I actually had a couple discussions off mic a while ago about how the time machine really just became like us trying to find movies to cheer us up because early this year it was kind of a barren wasteland for film. Like you like I literally have, uh, let me see. I have a stretch of seven movies where I gave a full pan twice and everything else is half pan. 
Time Machines really kind of become like. No, 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 no. I'm saying new releases. That's what I have. Time oh, Machines was oh. just like we kept picking Sprinkles movies because we're like, like literally just like we've got to find a reason to enjoy doing this because the movies were just so middle of the road. Yeah, they they definitely became like, what do we want to watch and talk about? And they all ended up basically being sprinkled. <laughs> yeah. So with I, I will throw this out there with uh, theaters opening back up and movies we were excited for actually starting to get released. We're gonna start picking some really terrible time machines again. Oh, and we'll just inadvertently get some terrible theatrical movies like we're supposed to. Like it's the gamble. Like we don't know if yeah. the movie's gonna be bad or not. So yeah, it, it was really weird because it was like. We just got nothing but middle-of-the-road movies forever. Oh, dude. Keep doing the new doing the new release calendar last year was a pain in the butt for sure. <laughs> I, yeah. It was, not, it was not my favorite. I mean, we've only been doing this, like, almost three years now, but this one was definitely the least favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, like I said, I, I, I enthusiastically give all five of these 2021 movie sprinkles uh, and you're going to hate a majority of this list. <laughs> yeah, I know. My number five is kicking things off with the movie. We couldn't shut up about the Snyder Cut, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I Haters going to hate. I loved it. I thought just as a superhero movie, it was great. I felt that I could watch it just as what it is. I mean, obviously, you can't ignore. Like, we can't ignore, especially because we covered all the news. But, like... I've seen it not all the way through, but I've watched like my favorite parts of the movie multiple times. I've like just to turn something on while I'm killing time. I I really just love this movie. I think the action's great. I think Zack Snyder's full story makes it so much richer and makes me so angry at Warner Brothers that they didn't want to just let him do his thing. Even though yeah, it's a four-hour movie, I get it, but I I don't know. I I unapologetically love the Snyder cut. So that's so that's my number five Snyder cut. So that does not make my list at all. And look, I, I get it. I had a pretty harsh reaction to it because I was just so sick of hearing about that stupid movie. But you still um, gave it a decent rating. I gave it a pretty good rating. I'm just saying it's not going to make my list. Um, but I don't hate anyone that puts it because it, it is a million times better than what it was. It's just so long. I want to emphasize something with this list before we get started. Um, again, I put a lot of personal enjoyment on my list. So when you see what my number one is, that is why it's my number one. And also with what my number five is, my number five is Nomadland. I don't want people to be like, your number one beat out Nom Nomadland. I thought Nomadland, nah, Nomadland, <laughs> Jesus Christ. No one was can talk very, today. <laughs> was very entertaining. It's such a tongue twister. Was very entertaining. Had a really good story, and I and the number one thing I want to comment or compliment that movie for is knowing when to cut scenes because it's it makes it feel very fast paced when it's just a ton of a bunch of storylines like that's just someone's life as a bunch of stuff just happens. So I really like that movie. Number five is Nomadland for me. That that if I put that and Judas on the list, it if I didn't outright tie them, it would have been Nomadland and Judas. Like I agree, Nomadland's a terrific movie, and I, w I wasn't sad that it won Best Picture. Um, yeah. My number four is a movie that I went in thinking we were just gonna laugh at being a just a bad, stupid satire, and I ended up genuinely loving it. Uh, it's the Mel Gibson movie, Fat Man. I love this movie. Also dude. not on my list, but I, I get it. I I I don't know. I I get what pe I because you're not the only person I've heard say it's just a SNL skit that was too long. I 
if it if it is basically just an SNL skit, like call it one of the best, call it a top tier one in my book. I I love the satire in it. I think Mel Gibson's awesome in this. I don't taking his personal stuff out of it. I think Walton Goggins is hysterical as the assassin in it. I think he's the best part of the movie. Um, I don't know, just a just a violent, uh, more dramatic take on Santa Claus, like. Sign me up. I I adored this movie. It was it was a great time. And I think it's streaming for free now. Don't quote me on that. I think it's streaming for free now. So hopefully you guys can see it for, without paying. My number four is Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> so my first two movies are Dance and then he disqualified immediately. Um, <laughs> it's still terrific movies, though. Judas fantastic, was my... Fantastic. Fantastic movie. I love the storytelling. I love the story in this movie. Um, I think the acting's really good. I really enjoy this movie, and I honestly, I need to watch it again sometime soon. I actually bought it um, when it was available to buy because for some reason Warner Brothers didn't put out a 4K disc of it, like a physical copy. So I just went on iTunes and I bought the 4K version that way because I wanted to own this movie, even though it's back on HBO already. What's your number three? My number three is another movie that I liked way more than you did. And we actually... I don't remember how heated we got, but I remember you just looking at me just like, dude, why did you like this movie this much? Uh, it's boss level. I I don't know if it was something in the air or just... I That was the, the, the guy that was getting assassinated every day. Oh! Yeah, why'd you like that movie that much? I didn't even remember that movie. I had such a blast watching it. I love that lead actor. I like the the hybrid twist of making it kind of like a video game, but also kind of like Palm Springs at the same time. I actually was kind of touched at the father-son beep story that was kind of like at the heart of it. I I don't know. It just, it got me, it just got me at an emotional level that I didn't expect it to. And I got really invested into it. I thought it was really creative. I thought the action was very, very creative and I just at the end of the at the end of the movie, I was just smiling from ear to ear. I loved it, and I yes, internet. I know I'm the only person that loves it this much, but that sue me. <laughs> I thought it was a great movie. My movie, my next movie is another movie. I think you would qualify as not for this list. The King of Staten Island. Oh, I I forgot that you liked that movie this much. Really like that movie. I really like that movie. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. I I like the first hour of it. <laughs> he's, re- he's really good at playing himself. That's that's I I remember that's what I was saying was just like, I will give him that him playing himself. He was terrific, but I want to see him play other stuff. Like he'll be in the Suicide Squad in August. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I'm I don't blame you. Judd Apatow's not a bad director. His movies are just too damn long. Uh, <laughs> I still can't get over. I didn't remember what boss level was. Oh man, I um. My number two was a movie we just saw a couple weeks ago, and I it was almost my number one, but um, then I remembered we saw something else that's my number one, and you hate this movie. I don't care. In the Heights, I, man, I kind of like boss level. I just got swept up in the music. I loved all the characters. I, uh, man, I know, I, I guess part of it probably is from me missing New York itself, but I... But I, it's, I don't know, it's another one of those movies I saw this year that just had me smiling, and uh, I loved it. I probably won't be able to watch it again before it leaves HBO uh, in two days when we're taping this, but uh, I, I don't know, I may buy it. I, we'll see, but I, I love the crap at it in the Heights. Uh, if it's still playing in theaters, I highly recommend uh, you see it if you can. 
God, I'm gonna hear have to hear about this stupid movie at the end of the year. My number two is Oxygen. <laughs> Ooh, that's your number two. Nice. Yeah, my number my number two is uh, Artsy Buried. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, even though the weird thing happened where I got a, a dubbed version of this movie um, without telling it to do it. But I really like this movie. I really, I really liked it. I like all the twists it has, um, and I like how. I like how it's different than what we had seen with this exact movie already. That I'm just going to piggyback off of you and just spoil the surprise. Oxygen is my favorite movie we've seen this year so far. Just edged out in the heights. Uh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. It's thrilling as hell. Uh, that lead actress is awesome. Alexandria Aja just did a great job never lifting his uh, foot off the suspense, never took it off your throats. You felt just as claustrophobic as she did during the movie. The tech, the use of tech in the limited capacity it was, was really creative. The twist ending is awesome. I, I don't know. Just it, it really is. I, I can't say I've seen a better movie this year. I mean, so far this year. Uh, so I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> I can. Oh, I as as you were saying what you were saying at the top. Uh, I remember looking through the spreadsheet, seeing your little note about this movie. So I guess I shouldn't have been surprised what's coming up. <laughs> Billy's Wonderland is my number one. This is the dumbest movie we've seen ever, and I love this movie so much. Dude, I showed it to my girlfriend when we went on vacation a couple months ago. What, Willie's Wonderland or the spreadsheet? No, 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 no. I showed her. Uh, we, we had a DVD player in our hotel room, so we went to a red box and we grabbed it. And, oh, my God, she, she had fun watching it, too. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's such a dumb movie, but I can't get enough of it. I need more of it in my life. Please. Dude, I, it's, it's, it's awesome. I agree. It's so, it's so violent. It's so goofy. It, you just can't help but enjoy watching Nick Cage beat the crap out of robots. <laughs> I'm face on your face. All right. So Dan's worst five through June. Number five, Conjuring Made Me Do It. Number four, Woman in the Window. Number three, The Little Things. Number two, Cherry. And number one, Thunder Force. I Mine. like that you called the conjuring. Uh, the conjuring made me do it. <laughs> I said the conjuring. The devil made. Did I say the conjuring made me do it? Yeah, you said the conjuring made me do it. <laughs> My number five worst of the year is another round, followed by a movie that I didn't remember at all. Possessor. Uh, the conjuring made me do it. The Woman in the Window and Thunder Force is my worst of the year so far. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't see any way possible that that gets topped. Um. Oh, we still Our have to see favorites. the ice road. <laughs> Give it a few weeks. Uh, my Dan's number five is Zack Snyder's Justice League, followed by Fat Man, Boss Level, which another movie I completely forgot about, In the Heights, and Oxygen. My number five best of the year is Nomadland, followed by Judas and the Black Messiah, The King of Staten Island, Oxygen, and Willy's Wonderland. Excellent, excellent. It's been a very interesting year so far. Like... Is there any last, like, thoughts that you have on the year, just, like, as the new releases, since the Time Machines is a completely different topic? Like, is there any thoughts of the year so far that you have? To be honest, to kind of piggyback off what I was saying earlier, I really hope it picks up. Um, I'm kind of, like, to air some dirty laundry, I've been feeling kind of, like, bored and burnt out because, we like, none of the movies that are new are really all that enticing. So, like, I get excited about the Time Machines. And, like, I actually 
really, really, like, as stressful as it was for us to do the Fast and Furious releases, I really needed them to get through it. Because I was like, God, I just don't care about any movies coming out right now. Because they're all movies that they're just deeming good enough to be released, but not good enough to come out once theaters are open back up and we are starting to get back to a sense of normalcy. So I'm really hoping new releases pick up. I they they will like I mean especially and in I'm, our not, st- I'm not saying I'm not saying when I say pick up I want to say in the quality and like the enjoyment I get out of them because it's been it's been literally half a year of me just being kind of lukewarm I I get I get exactly where you're coming from like I think it has started to pick up a little bit personally and the fact that we are finally going back to theaters on a regular basis is at least going to it's going to be interesting if we end up loving the movie or hating the movie, like I, I want us to, I think we will like the last two years of the show where it was like the surprise and like, um, the, it wasn't just consistently just mid, mid, I don't mid, feel mid. like there's been any surprises. No, no, not really. Like, well, and as we finally get the variety back and, um, we get the, the anticipation factor and then like the whole, I mean, there it is a factor, like the whole pop and circumstance of like going to a movie again instead of just like turning it on at home. Like, I think that it's it's really getting back to normal. I think is going to make this more exciting. Yeah, the the new releases, to be on, like to sum it up in just a quick sentence, a lot of the new releases this year have felt like a chore, of just like, all right, let's just get this over with. Like, I don't have high hopes for this movie. I think I'm going to be moderately okay at the highest, and I'm going to hate this movie at the lowest for a yeah. lot of them. Because, yeah, the all the tent poles were shelved up till now. Like, we're, listeners, by the time you hear this, uh, we'll have seen Black Widow, but the review's coming out I'm next week. Liter- I'm literally going tonight to see Black Widow. Yeah, I've, I'm seeing it tomorrow uh, for my birthday, and we're, um, we're, we'll release the review of it next week. But, you know, like, it's, yeah, we're not going to just have these, okay, I guess, to get some revenue still coming in, we'll just go ahead and put this on streaming. Like, it's going back to normal is going to make this is going to make this so much better. So the, I I'm betting, I'm willing to bet money. The second half of the year is going to be better than this first half for sure. And not just because of award season and I'm a snub. Like, no, it's literally going <laughs> no, back it's to just normal. Literally, literally <laughs> everything was pushed to the, like the second half of this year is super backloaded. Oh, I forgot to send you this thing. I saw about one specific week in October where literally like five new releases are going to go against each other. Like not like, Two big movies and three independent movies. Like, five big movies are all going against each other. And, like, one of them's Jackass. One of them's uh, 007. Uh, I think Dune is supposed to be that weekend, too. Like, there's there's this one week coming up in October that is really going to be hard for us to pick the one or two movies we're going to go see. <laughs> but That's uh, actually going to be tough. Yeah, just Google. I hope it's, I hope it's not the week that the Packers play uh, the Bengals, either. Oh, just just Google the week that Jackass Four comes out, and that's uh, that's the week that was in question. Well, no, no, I'm sa- I'm saying that because I've got plans to go to that game. Like I'm, f- I haven't got the tickets yet, but I'm figuring out a way to go to that specific game because it's the Packers pulling so close. Oh yeah, oh no, for sure. I don't blame you for going. Like, uh, I like I kind of want to go to Chicago for my Niners, but um, that's on that. I remember that's on Halloween. And I don't, I mean, well, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the logistics. I've heard that's a really bad place to be a road fan, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, I would encourage you not to. I, I don't know. I, well, that's why I'm, I, I don't even know if I can get there just because Chicago's 
far enough away that it's just like okay that's a super duper long drive for a football game like <laughs> yeah it's not cincinnati that's like an hour away <laughs> it's like from from where you will be at in that point in time it's like a three and a half hour four hour drive yeah and that's so, not factoring in game day traffic oh no in chicago's a metropolitan traffic is not going to be friendly at all so i i chicago's one of the most notorious traffic places in the world all right our least favorite uh time machines of the year so to preface this again i really want to emphasize dan and i spent a lot of time a lot of time trying to make ourselves happy with doing the show so we picked a lot of sprinkles just to put it so if and if they weren't sprinkles a lot of them were full pan or half pan so just to put it out there dan had three six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve a lot of sprinkles. <laughs> 13. Dan had 13 movies to pick from with sprinkles. And I had 3, 5, 6, eight, Nine? 11. Oh. 13, 14, 15. Good lord. 17. Was... I had 17 sprinkles to pick from. Good lord. Yeah, so I. Just, just a heads up. Uh, we're only, what is it? Like 33, 33 weeks into this year or a little less, uh, like 29 or whatever. It's math, whatever. Um, so just a heads up, we picked a lot. We had a lot of movies. Like I gave no cookies. I have given no cookies to a time machine. Dan only gave two. So just a heads up, our top five worst through june is also going to have a lot of movies that you're like why on earth is that on your list and like i said in the second half of the year we're purposely going to subject ourselves to some pretty terrible movies and time machines because we need to even this out a little bit and then our top five is the cream of the crop best of the best and i don't think we're gonna have any that like coincide with each other uh we might have uh i'm gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have two at best yeah, that's what I was going to say. The over-under is definitely two. Um, but yeah, I I only have one that I feel like was a stretch to put on the worst uh, to kick this off. Uh, Kiss of the Dragon. I don't, dis- I don't really dislike this movie. This is like where I'd put Luca, where it's like half pan, it's fine. It's kind of forgettable at the end of the day because it doesn't, it didn't really do anything that like really ma- stood out to me as just like, oh, this is a really unique martial arts movie. Like... I just kind of watched it, and I well for Morgan, like because I knew he was coming on the show, and I had a lot of fun talking to both of you guys about the movie. But like just sitting down and watching the movie, I was just like, okay, I watched a just a a martial arts movie, okay, and then I don't know. That's why it's my number five. I don't really hate this movie, but uh, everything else that I had to pick from is ahead of it, or I think a genuinely good movie. So <laughs> that's my number five, Kiss of the Dragon. Okay, you want to know something funny about my worst list? Mm, what? I basically picked every single one of them except for my number one. You picked my number one, which probably gives away what my number one is. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's Because I hated it. I hated it that much. My number five <laughs> is The Belko Experiment, a movie that we reviewed because I bought the Blu-ray at Fry's before it closed, and I wanted a justification for watching it. Um... Look, I'm very much like Dan. I 
I actually really like this movie, but I had to fill this list. This is a list filler movie. Um, so that's why it's my number five. I had to put something here, and it just happened to be Belko Experiment. I, it's it's not the best made movie, and it was not... A, uh, what was my rating on it? Uh, I, I think you gave it a full pan still. Full pan. Yeah, that's that's how bad of my how bad my worst list is. A full pan movie is on my worst of the year list. That's that's so funny. I was gonna say like, because I I did enjoy that movie too. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this out there. This is the list that is going to change the most by the end of the year. Oh, surely. Like I've been trying to keep titles on uh, uh on my just watch list, like just in the back of my mind for like something to spit out for the time machine. Um, yeah. To avoid this, but. Um, anyway. The only way this list doesn't change a ton is if, since we're only picking two movies a week, if we just stop picking Time Machine for months on end. Yeah. Which, I mean, we've talked about it. It might happen just because we're going to be so backlogged on new movies. So, <laughs> because yeah. all of them are starting to come out now. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, anyway, my number four is The Fast and the Furious 1. Trust me, if I considered putting the other ones on here, it would just be a Fast and the Furious list. So I wasn't going to be un- it, I wasn't going to be very, unfair and do that. <laughs> it's very high up on one of my lists. It's dude, I I can see where the fanfare came from, and maybe it would have been less painful to sit through these if they kept the at the street level street crime that clearly the first three movies were, and it would have been a little more interesting for me instead of the high stakes, just mission impossible for dumb people way that it turned into. Um, you man, (laughs) I, I just make a bad joke, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't really get that much out of these movies. And like, it's just, I don't know. I was just kind of bored, but again, I am going to be nice. And like, I do understand where the fan fanfare came from this. Like, it's, it's targeted niche audience that like, God, I, I'm not a car movie guy. I don't know when the last time a, high profile movie like this four car people came out but i you know it's about, not for me yeah you saying you're not a car guy i was like yeah based on what you sent me about what was going on with your car a couple weeks ago i can tell you you're not a car guy because oh my god i can't believe you didn't notice that well i yeah i it's what it it's what it is it's all fixed now though by the way and the guy blasted my ac too or filled my ac whatever whatever he did uh but yeah that is um that's my number four fast and the furious so, uh, Nick, what is your number four? Again, sorry. And I want to say sorry to Nikki because it was your birthday review episode movie. <laughs> Ever oh. after. Oh, God. That's so funny. <laughs> I gave it I gave it a half pan. Like, again, this is how hard this list was to make. A full pan and half pan movie made this. Uh, as well as another half pan movie is my next film. And then I promise you, they are terrible movies. It's nothing personal, Nikki. I thoroughly enjoyed Ever After. I I like Ever After. I had to fill a spot on this list. I'm sorry. It's so funny. Uh, My number three. Also, please leave us a review. (laughs) My number three... um, I remember when you picked it, and I thought the pitch was super, super weird. Uh, but you know what? Whatever. If you pick the time machines, it's the Devil's Arithmetic. Oh my God! I, That's my number three, dude. 
Devil's Arithmetic is so bad. This movie, I I said it in the review, and I'll say it again here, and it perfectly surmises my feelings. I love that your feelings. dad actually had a VHS copy of it. That was awesome. Oh, yeah, I didn't share that on social media, but I was, uh, listeners, I was helping my dad clear out some stuff, and um, we found a VHS copy of this movie, but we don't have a working player, so I couldn't tell if it worked anymore, but uh, but to, to surmise... Did I, did I ever tell you about the time that Kelsey... <laughs> And I had a discussion about why she should upgrade her VHSs to DVDs, and uh, we watched Hunchback of Notre Dame for the first time, and I was like, this is kind of my point. Oh, on Disney Plus, where you watched it? No. So we were dating um, in college, and I was telling her, I was like, you should really look at like upgrading all your Disney movies from VHS to DVD. And she's like, I don't care about picture and sound like you do. And I was like, that's not my point. Uh, your tapes are going to deteriorate, and they're going to snap, and you're not going to be able to watch your movies. Like... Look, yeah. I get, I get, I'm really like up my own ass about like sound and picture. I'm not, I'm not saying that's why. I'm saying you're going to not be able to watch the movies when you want to. And then I had never seen Hunchback of Notre Dame. So we watched Hunchback of Notre Dame and the entire, literally the entire movie, there was like that white fuzz thing at the top of the screen. And yeah. I was like, this is what I was getting at. Like, this tape is going to, I was like, I'm going to be amazed if this tape makes it through the rest of this movie you need to replace these because all your tapes are, like, going to break. Everyone, like, right now, a bunch of people are finding old boxes of VHSs and finding out that the tapes are ruined. Like, you need to replace it with something that's not just going to snap. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, I'm, hell, I, that's funny. Like, that's something that, like, even you, the not film student of the show, yeah, tape, tape yeah, is, like, tape is terrible. I, yeah, it's, it, it just, it's, it deteriorates. Yeah, no, it, it is. Yeah, it does. It just, it ages. Like, the material's not built to last. Like, I mean, luckily, she's, you all have Disney Plus, but yeah, if you want a tangible copy of it, she, no. She has, she actually has, because th- it was before Disney Plus came out, I think she has actually gotten every single one of her VHSs on either a DVD or a Blu ray. Oh, there you go. And then you're fine. Discs, discs, yeah. discs. And then, I was yeah. saying, and then we do also have Disney Plus. Yeah, and discs. Genu- or discs should hold up. Blu-rays more than DVDs because they're honestly a little more durable. I've seen Blu-rays videos are of- a little more durable, but I I get why. Like if she's like, I don't want to shell out like an additional five dollars. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. I've I've seen people stab Blu-ray discs with scissors and they're fine. Like they are pretty durable. Um, oh. No, seriously, like you have to literally like snap them in half to break them. They're pretty they're pretty indestructible. Um, but but anyway, <laughs> Devil's Arithmetic. What I was saying was. Oh, yeah, the movie. Yeah, I feel bad saying this. And I still feel bad saying it now. I don't like that in in the world there is such a thing as a bad World War II or a bad Holocaust movie. I it, it, it found out after I picked it it was made for TV, so I'll give it a little bit it, it of was, leeway. It was, made, it was made for Showtime, a premium channel that actually has a budget, and it looked like it was made for ABC and had terrible dialogue and... Just, again, it's a, er, not again, it, it, yeah, I get it's made for children. Sure, it's a good intro to the Holocaust. It's like, the children's approved Holocaust movie. What's not to get? Yeah, I, sure, if it works for little kids, whatever, it's a, for little kids. For me, as a grown adult, that would presumably have to watch it with a little kid. Like, no, this is a slog to sit through. It's terrible. Like, I, I, I don't like that bad Holocaust movies exist, and this is one of them. I just, ugh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was very disappointed when this was over. I like it more than Dan. I had to fill a spot on this list, but it's also not perfect. What's your number two? My number two, kind of like Bench Warmers, a comedy that you liked thoroughly more than me, Grandma's Boy. 
<laughs> I found Grandma's point kind of chuckle worthy. I like maybe five or six times. Like I chuckled like, <laughs> but outside of that, like I just found this movie just. <laughs> I just found this movie terribly boring to sit through, and I just kind of like bench warmers probably funnier if i saw it in adolescence like you did but i just i don't have that nostalgia with I, it. I i will say that about bench warmers as i've grown up i've enjoyed that movie substantially less oh dude i hmm, here's a good question did i dislike this more than bench warmers i don't know but it's number two here on my list because i just so I what you're saying I is once, you, once you're once you're moved up here since i own both of them on uh dvd we should do a back-to-back uh, if you have a bottle of pink Whitney to go along with it, sure. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny you say that because I haven't opened one. Nice. That <laughs> three-hour running commentary of both movies, <laughs> where people hear you us hear, progressively just, get more drunk. <laughs> you just hear me screaming. You remember? So for listeners, just so you know, uh, this is not an endorsement for this company. We are not sponsored by them because we're not sponsored by anybody. But the first time we tried, me and Dan both tried Pink Whitney. Actually, was last summer at my bachelor party, and I was under the impression that what it was was uh strawberry lemon or pink lemonade with vodka in it like mike's hard lemonade uh it is not that it is vodka that they just poured pink lemonade powder into essentially and let me tell you when you're expecting it to be the first thing i said when you pour like a standard mug full of it and then you just drink it when your friend justin shows up a couple hours later you're gonna walk out your front door and start veering almost out of your yard yeah, it's definitely. I, did you see me walk out of the front door when I when I had that at that part? Like, dude, I literally just started leaning to the right. No, because we were watching. And almost the, fell over in the front we, yard. We were watching the Yu-Gi-Oh movie when he showed up, and I just stayed sat on the couch. <laughs> oh my god, I've activated my trap card, gun. You're you're not wrong though. Pink Whitney definitely is pink colored vodka. Like, there's yeah. not a hint of lemonade in it. Pink, pink flavored, <laughs> uh, pink. Pink colored and pink lemonade flavored vodka. It's not pink lemonade with vodka. It's pink lemonade flavored vodka. Yeah, imagine an Arnold Palmer iced tea where it's just brown liquor. Someone <laughs> someone did Kool-Aid jammers with a bottle of vodka, and the Kool-Aid was lemonade, pink lemonade. My number two is uh, something that would happen if you drank too much pink lemonade vodka. It is the pukes of hazard. This movie sucks. It is so dumb. And the only reason that I picked it was because I had heard how legendarily bad it was. And I wanted to keep talking about Dodge Chargers in movies. I'm piggybacking off of you because ruin the surprise. It's my number one. And no, I'm not bitter because we ended up having to pay to watch it because Hulu pulled it the day I decided or the, the day we decided to do it for the show. I'm mad because it's terrible. I, it's it's such it's uh, what did we say in the review that was a, what did you say in the review that was a good summation of it? It was a teen sex comedy with the window dressing of the TV show, it, and it had what nothing it, what, to do what with I it. What I said, what I said is this is a broken lizard, like uh, this is a Super Troopers movie, but with uh, like a video game skin for the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a teen sex comedy that is cosplaying as the Dukes of Hazard, like a porn parody minus the porn. Like yeah. it was so terrible. It was so not funny. Everybody involved is much more talented than this movie gave and them any it credit for. Climax. Even Jessica Simpson's more talented than this movie. Did like, you even hear the joke I said? Oh, I did. <laughs> 
I just, I, I, dude, it was, it's the most painful movie. I think, uh, no, not more than Thunder Force, but if we combine these lists, it would be right behind Thunder oh, Force. Oh, man, if, if we watch least... these in the same week, I would gouge my eyes out. My number one is one of Dan's favorite movies of all time, and it is his favorite romance movie of all time, Once. Dude, seriously, <laughs> all I have to say, this movie, this was so stupid. Why did you make me watch this? Because I love it so much, and literally no one has ever seen it besides, well, now besides you. I can't find a damn soul that has seen this movie. But... Yeah, don't watch this movie. It sucks, and it's stupid. Who do they play this one same song for the 18th time? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're, I'm sorry you don't like anything musical that I like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm the musical person, so you should probably take into consideration what I'm saying. That guy sucks. No. I'm joking. He doesn't suck. I was going to say. It's be- just it's just the fact they played the same three songs over and over and over and over and over. Would you like him if he played Ride the Lightning on his guitar? <laughs> Dude, play anything else. Play Wonderwall. Play, oh, no. Play the hamster dance. Play something <laughs> else, bro. Did you say play Wonderwall just because you know I hate that song? <laughs> Dan hates Wonderwall. I hate Wonderwall and I hate um, Bittersweet oh. Symphony because I I downloaded yeah. both of those songs to my phone the same day and I was playing them when we started. Like, I, God, I hate that song. I was like, here, let me play the other song I just downloaded and it was Bittersweet Symphony. And you're like, I hate this song too. Dude, they play them at work every now and then and I just want to pull my eardrums out. I can't stand either of those songs so much. Um, God. <laughs> Let's let's talk about happier things. Let's talk about our favorite time machines. Um, we're getting close to that hour mark. We always again, like to hit again, two. To just just to put out there, we had to pick between a lot of movies for this. So if you feel like we're leaving off something, we had to weed out a lot. Yeah, and obviously these are like like we the... actually I actually had to weed out more movies than half of this list. Oh, the this or, okay. I had to weed out more movies than this list. So I had to weed out like. What was it? Twelve movies out of a five movie list. Oh, dude, this was easily the hardest list for me to do. Like worst was pretty easy. Best was pretty easy. Worst time machines was kind of tricky. This was hands down the hardest list. So yeah, this was hard. A lot of person. This was like this was like a dude on a porn set that took Viagra hard. Yeah, this that's not that <laughs> far away. <laughs> I so obviously a lot of personal taste went into this. It's because all the yeah. qualities of the films that we had to narrow down are all excellent. But I'll kick us off with uh, one film that you picked that I just had. I just had a blast watching, kind of in the same way I I enjoyed in the. By Heights. the way, you only picked one of my movies, and it's my number five. I did I I didn't show you my list, did I? No, we didn't show each other our list. I sent you the spreadsheets before I made my list. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Anyway. I enjoyed this kind of kind of in the same way as I enjoyed in the Heights. Uh, the Blues Brothers. I I had only seen this bit- will be discussed again. By the way, I had only seen bits and pieces of this movie uh, with my dad, and I just hadn't sat and watched it all the way through. Um, and I mean, full disclosure: if I watch this again, I'm probably watching the shorter cut. But it's just it's just inf- it's just infectious how how wonderful the soundtrack is, and like yeah, there's a story to it that's got a good heart to it, but just celebrating music for the sake of music and how wonderful it is just to be a thing in the world like I, you can't you can't i don't i don't know how anybody could dislike this movie it's just so much fun dan and uh james have such amazing perfect chemistry together John, uh they can sing and bro- dance his brother like his brother anybody james. uh like the people in this movie like aretha and ray 
I it, it's a hell of a lot of fun, man. So that's my number five. I'm kicking it off with the Blues Brothers. It's 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 John. His his brother is James. Oh, okay. My apologies. Yes, genuine apologies. I always get them mixed up. But um, but yeah, that is my number five. Uh, Nick, what is your number five? My number five is the one movie that you picked that's on my list, Parasite, also known as Best Picture winner for the year before. Um, I really like it. I I, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe the twist. I really, uh, if you, again, we talked about it before because we've done a couple movies with dubs and subs. If, if you're not watching movies because you have to read subtitles, can you stop being a little bitch and just watch the movies? Dude, I, I couldn't agree. You're, miss, you're missing out on fantastic movies by doing that. I couldn't agree more. It may come up on my list in a minute, um, <laughs> but uh, that's a that's an awesome movie. I completely agree. Go on Hulu because it's there right now, and it's probably going to be there for a while. Um, my number four, that's where we are. Number four was a movie that we had a guest on for, The Devil's Advocate. I, man, part of it again. Made... Are all your movies going to have thes? Uh, no, that's my last one with the. Uh, okay. No, dude, Devil's Advocate is such a great movie like even going into it knowing that al pacino's the devil like it's still such a fun ride going through all the twists and turns of it like just how conniving he really is without being like cartoonishly evil even though he's still playing the devil like it finds a tonally great balance between like how absurd it is but also like having a level of seriousness to it keanu's awesome even though his accent's pretty bad uh shirley's theron just star on the rise you could see her in the 90s like just how talented she was even then and al pacino just al pacino Ooh. no pun in- <laughs> al pacino no pun intended is a god like he's just one of the best actors we've ever had uh i thoroughly enjoyed watching it and i love talking to ralph and you about it uh that's my number four devil's advocate that was almost on my list um but my number four is a movie we did so that my friend lucas would shut up shawshank redemption um, one of the best movies of all time, uh, according to my poster. In fact, if you read my poster from left to right, top to bottom, it's the number one movie. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. I I really enjoyed this movie. I was blown away. Um, I thought it was going to be good, but oh my god, was it amazing. i just shy of making my list. That would be an honorable mention for me. And you're right. It's a masterpiece. It really is. That's why I wasn't, uh, that's why I wasn't hesitant at all to do the mist so we could watch another Frank Darabont movie. Cause he's a tremendous filmmaker. Um, and God damn it. Just let him make another Stephen King movie, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, my number three, you already talked about. Um, so I'll just chime in with my little two cents. Uh, it's parasite. Uh, it very much deserved to be the best film of 2019. It was, it's amazing. It's hilarious. It's brilliant and biting and it's satire about classism and just the, the, the social structure that we just, rich people versus uh the have-nots uh it's brilliant it's thoughtful um i was very moved by it and thought about it and still think about it every now and then but um just bong joon ho is just uh he's one of the 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 better international directors working right now that you should definitely look for uh with whatever he does um bonus recommendation watch his movie from 2007 the host it's it's right up there with parasite is one of my favorite movies uh i guess they're tied in my opinion for my favorite bong joon ho movie so Anyway, Nick, was your number three? The Blues Brothers. Um, I, uh, I this we're getting into my next three are going to be some of my favorite movies of all time. Um, the Blues Brothers. I absolutely love this movie. Um, 
I can't express how much I love it enough. I grew up on it. It's one of the first comedies I ever saw. It's one of the first things that made me realize I, I want to make people laugh in my life. So but the Blues Brothers is my number three. Nice. I, yep, already said my piece on it. Um, my number two, I'm very interested. We've well, we've had two movies now, so we're already, we're, we already matched the over-under. We'll see if this one comes up on your list. My number two is Buried. I love no, just missed. Ah, dang. That one that one almost made my list. It it just barely missed. I loved Buried. It's it's a tremendous, tremendous uh achievement for an actor to literally hold the screen on his own for ninety solid minutes. Ryan Ryan Reynolds, I don't think gets enough credit for this movie. Um even still today. I hope people I hope people know he I hope people know now that he did this before Deadpool made him extra famous. Uh, the the screenplay is terrific. I always forget, even though I've seen it like four times now. I always forget how well thought out its um, critique of. Uh, <coughs> ooh, bless you. I always forget every time I see it just how well written. <coughs> Do you sneeze in threes or twos? I can't remember. <laughs> twos. You're good. <laughs> that really hurt <laughs> my throat <laughs> to scream like that. You were bent over. It looked like you were in pain. <laughs> I had to plug something in that was about to die. Oh, gotcha. Um, but anyway, like I was saying, I always forget how um, how how well written the uh, critiques of the, the 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 U.S. war machine was at the time in the 2010s. Um, I always forget that how great that is as like a little through line in the movie. Um, it's it's god it's ending is so devastating I, I i admire a movie that has the balls to go as dark as that movie did um and i just yeah i it it's not like the mist or like requiem where i just don't need to watch it again for a while but um but yeah it's it's an awesome awesome movie if you guys haven't seen it yet and you say you're a big deadpool or ryan reynolds fan just you have to go out of your way to see this then that's my number two buried my number two is a movie that was on Dan's least favorite of the year list, The Fast and the Furious. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. It kicked off our review and lead up uh, of Fast and Furious Family Friday reviews. Um, thoroughly enjoy it. I It's got my favorite movie car of all time. Yeah, it's point break with cars, but why is that a problem? Um, really love the movie, so there you go. I, 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 having seen all these movies now... I get it. I technically own all these movies. I don't know if you can see them behind me, but <laughs> I, you know, I will say this. Uh, I may watch Tokyo Drift in seven again. I may, I might, I can't make any promises, but I might watch Tokyo Drift in seven again. Probably not going to watch the first one again though. Um, <laughs> so to finally wrap up this list, my number one is your least favorite time machine. Once I find this movie to be, I find that hilarious. Dude, it's so. I sure maybe maybe I'm tumble. <laughs> what did I say about Kevin Smith? Maybe I'm somersaulting down a hill, uh, filleting myself, p- making this pick. But I don't care. I love this movie. I cry every time I see it. I think it's so touching. I love Glenn and Marquetta's chemistry. I think the music's terrific. Uh, I don't know. I've going on what 15 years or however long it's been since 2017. I pro I I probably watch this movie once a year still anyway. Uh, I I can't get enough of it, and it and it's gotten me to follow Glenn's music career outside of this movie too. So I always get excited when I see Glenn putting out new music. Uh, but yeah, that's my number one. 
don't care. Speaking of music-led movies, UHF <laughs> is my number one. Uh, one oh, of nice. Of all time. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's a, that's a uh, great comedy. <laughs> we love you, Weird Al. So, to wrap it up, and I might be doing this quick because uh, Kelsey is coming home with dinner. Uh, <laughs> Dan's, Dan's least favorite of the year so far, Kiss of the Dragon, followed by The Fast and the Furious, The Devil's Arithmetic, Grandma's Boy, and The Dukes of Hazard. Mine is the Belko Experiment, Ever After, The Devil's Arithmetic, The Dukes of Hazard, and Once. Then Dan's favorites of the year are The Blues Brothers, The Devil's Advocate, Parasite, Buried, and Once. Mine is Parasite, Shawshank Redemption, The Blues Brothers, The Fast and the Furious, and UHF. Yes, that is how we think of the year 2021 so far. So we will let you know when we have news again. Uh, Nick and I have to talk on, uh, we have to talk off mic about when we can actually do another news episode <laughs> because my big move is about to come up. So <laughs> yeah, just, just a heads up. A lot of stuff's about to get quiet. Yeah. We're, I will fill you in obviously as we hear things, but uh, yeah, don't be surprised if there's not a news episode next week. So <laughs> with that, uh, we are going to take a break and then we'll remind you the reviews that are going to be coming out this week. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, that is it for our recap of what we think of the year of 2021 so far. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Isla Murphy Fugue, for the bumper music. <laughs> <laughs> this week, our two reviews are uh, the going. Sorry, I definitely lost my train of thought. Our two reviews this week, uh, one's in theaters, one is not, uh, but they're both new movies. The first review is going to be Disney and Pixar's Luca, which is only on Disney Plus because the forever purge. <laughs> Disney decided to put Luca only on Disney Plus for some reason. And then yes, Nick said it, The Purge, it's in theaters. Sorry, only... I really want my Giro. I I I can tell. Uh The Purge the, the Purge also, Forever. Also I need to pee. <laughs> the Purge Forever Forever Purge, whatever you want to call it. That review is on Thursday, Luca is on Tuesday. Nick, remind everybody where they can reach out to us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know where we're at. Uh and then Letterboxd, you know where we're at on there. Uh, our email, brandypointsguidedcinema.gmail.com. You know what to send us. We also don't have sponsors. Make sure you're giving us recommendations and giving us reviews. If we get reviews, we'll read them on air. Back to you, Dan. Yes, all the... Sorry, I really have to pee. Like, I really gotta go. All the... (laughs) All the tags are in the episode show notes, as they are every single week. Uh, listeners, so far, 2021 has been better than 2020, but it will only be better if you wear your masks where you're supposed to, or told to. Wash your hands, open your ears and your hearts, and give a damn about each other, and go ahead and get your vaccine. We did. We love it. We're out in the world, and we want you out there with us, too. So go ahead and do your part. Uh, Believe in science and uh, all that jazz. So (laughs) just to remind you all, Luca comes out on Tuesday, and then the Forever Purge comes out on Thursday. Thank Thank you so much again for listening and patience with how wonky our schedule has been for the past week or two. So (laughs) it's about to get wonky again. (laughs) So bear with us, please. Thank you so much, though. We will catch you later. I gotta pay! Instead of the high stakes, just Mission Impossible for dumb people way that it turned into. um... You, man. (laughs) 